2006, the year a beloved pet cat passed away, buried in the garden beneath the lemon tree. 2020, the year we attempt to commune with that cat. This is Hocum Pocum. Hello and welcome to the Hoke Poke Pod, the show where we explore the strange and unusual. Really, we're just two idiots poking stuff we don't understand. So join us as we dare to ask the questions that nobody wants answered, such as, is it possible to make contact with dead animals? Will professional pet psychics return any of our emails? And souls! Do cats have them? I'm Erica. And I'm Fish Sticks. Let's get personal. Gets me every time. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to the first episode of of Hopefully Many to Come podcast, where we're going to talk about these strange and unusual topics and subjects and specific moments that have kind of sparked a curiosity or an unsolved um, nature to them. And you are a believer? Full believer. Is that what you call yourself? Full believer. 100%. Although with Ghosts of Cats, I'm not. <laughs> I'm on the fence about that one. But And I am not, I would say definitely a skeptic, but I have a deep interest and passion in all things supernatural and weird. I desperately want to believe in these things. You are a want to believer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, the enthusiasm is there. It's just the actual belief that I can't quite, quite jump over. It's all right. We will nourish it every week. <laughs> like, like plant feeding some wool fucking plant. You're my little flower. <laughs> <laughs> little flower of supernatural beliefs. Trip, trip, trip. <laughs> Well, this is the first drip, I suppose. That's such an ugly way to refer to this. But this is that first drip. Um, and we decided to actually explore um, cat psychics or pet psychics, but, but we're looking at cats. And how did we get to that? Well, I think we had an interest in normal psychics, but then we realized that was way out of our depth to talk yeah, about. And we... we thought, well, we need to DIY this. So let's just scale it down a little bit. Yeah, we thought pet psychics are kind of like the the beginner's attempt to psychics. Something maybe we could do with a little bit of feasibility. Exactly, because we both had deceased cats. Something we have in common <laughs> Our dead cats, a founding aspect of our friendship and this podcast. Yeah, that's how we arrived at trying to commune with our dead cats. cats. Um, I've only ever had one cat. I've had, I've had one dead one and two alive ones. I've got two alive ones and one is dead. Did you get the cat when it was dead? <laughs> no, no, he was very much alive when we first got him. Um, not so much by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is grim. I feel like I do really love old Louie. So, okay. So where we started was our interest in pet psychics, what they actually do. And I don't know. I guess just just what is the difference between being a pet psychic and being a human psychic? Is it a different set of skills? Is it a different process? Is getting in contact with deceased animals any different to getting in contact with deceased humans? Yes. And in our research... I came across a psychic who apparently has spoken to Harambe. Uh, and he can also speak to Blades of Grass. Which is, I think, even for the, the most firm believer, a stretch. It's a big stretch. It's a big stretch, Blades of Grass. Harambe, uh, I, get, I, I feel like there are other gorillas 
Like, Coco, come on. Are we not talking to Coco? You're going to go to her. Coco could at least speak to humans. Harambe was just a regular gorilla. So I don't, I don't, I, you know what? That's a good point. Do humans and gorillas suddenly bridge that communication gap in the afterlife? Or is it still just kind of monkey noises and you're interpreting? That's true. Although I guess with, with pet psychics, they can also communicate with pets while they're alive, supposedly. So I don't know. I just want to know if they sit there and go. And that's the thing as well. When we were doing research into pet psychics, there was a variety. Like there were some who said they only talk to alive animals and like tell you what their pets are feeling. There were some who obviously just do dead animals and alive animals. And then there were some who mentioned very briefly the topic of resurrecting dead pets. Not resurrecting. Holy shit. That's the wrong word. <laughs> that would be amazing if we found somebody resurrects your dead pets. I meant reincarnation. Reincarnation is what I meant, which I suppose you could argue is a form of resurrection. I think so. It's just it. It just it's has a, gone it's to somewhere else. else. It's, it's like else. resurrection, but like they're lost. Yes. So I think they can communicate with lost pets. So and I, find them I somehow. Think a, yeah, the first topic, this this was the most interesting to us. And it also felt like something that we could probably tackle um, pretty easily because, unfortunately, not that many pet psychics out there, not nearly as many as there are for human psychics, we could definitely kind of find the core of them and send them emails. And how many emails did we send them? I sent four emails and got one reply, which was just someone sending me the link to their website for prices. So do pet psychics want to talk to people for free? We can answer that for you. No. No. We weren't asking them Very to do debunked. something. Very <laughs> debunked. Do pet psychics want to talk to you for free? No. No. I mean, we weren't asking for them to do a session for us. We were just asking for tips and advice. We said, we've got cats. We want to potentially get in contact with them. What's the best way to go about that? And apparently the answer is pay them. <laughs> yes, pay me first and I'll tell you. I mean, you. this feels harsh. Like, that's their job. I understand they have to make a living. I don't hold that against them. But a courtesy email, oh, I'm sorry, I only do paid work. Like, yeah, yeah, everyone's sitting at home nowadays. Anyway, come on. The more I talk about this, the more I actually understand why they didn't respond. Yeah, to me. yeah, I, we sound like <laughs> fucking assholes. That's you know what? That's fair enough. I mean, it, it, yeah, okay, okay. But this is when we took it upon ourselves to see if we could talk. Yeah, we thought if we can't get in contact with a pet psychic, why not just give it the old college try and trudge down to the backyard with a catsaberry and give it a fucking go? DIY it, bitch. Do you? <laughs> DIY talking to our dead cats um and we did this separately because obviously our cats are buried separately um <laughs> we don't have we like don't communal have graves for our cats great though um that's not a t- terrible idea um little old pet cemetery <laughs> those are infamously haunted infamously haunted why didn't we think to go to a pet cemetery i actually have never in real life seen or heard of a pet cemetery i would feel more disrespectful if other going there i would not want to fuck with other people's pets yeah because that feels that does feel disrespectful yes whereas my i know louie would get a laugh out of this um whereas i don't know what other people's little muffins and you know fluffy bottoms would would think and i i don't want to respect first Yes, respect first respect with first. the spirit realm. Exactly. You don't know. Yeah. So the first thing we did is, yeah, we, we went and did our own um, our own little, more like meditations than seances. Yes. Because you found the one that we ended up doing, didn't you? Yes. Yep. 
And that one was kind of think about, it was like sit down, think about your pet, pretend there's a cord going from you to your pet. There was a lot of instructions and it was very hard to sit with your eyes closed and try and memorise I struggled with that all too. Of it. So I think I winged it a bit. I think I missed the cord. Oh, no, Erica, that's why. <laughs> Connect with Louis. I forgot the cord. It's I just, your own damn fault. I just did the meditation and the question. Oh, Shit. yes. Yeah. But, yes, yeah, so you sit there and you think about your pet and the times you shared and then you think about a question you want to ask them. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, you wait for a response. Yeah. So I think, do you want to go first and tell me about your okay. experience? Okay. Well, I had to get my dad to show me where the grave of our cat was who died like 16 years ago and he was very confused as to why I wanted to go up in the bush. Your dad or the cat? (laughs) Both. (laughs) (laughs) I can just imagine Lucy was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, But yes, so I had to go up in the bush to the the grave of our cat, our beloved cat, and I kind of couldn't really sit down. I had to like kneel in the bush. I had to get a chair, a plastic chair. There were slugs on the ground. I looked and I thought, fuck that. Yeah, so I sat on a chair, less, I guess, meditative than I would have liked, but I'm not going to get slugs. I don't think Louis would hold that against you. No. No. He liked a good chair. <laughs> exactly. You're bringing an object in. Exactly. There you lights. go. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Um, no, it's fine. So I was kneeling in the bush. <laughs> Probably looked like I was like squatting in the bush, like popping a squat, <laughs> doing a wee. I don't know. This is sounding less meditative every step. I know. I know. But... Then I got into my meditative state and was thinking about my cat. And it was actually quite weirdly emotional. Like, it was really weird. Like, it, it, it had been like 16 years. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to feel anything. But I think when you're there, you know, and I hadn't seen that grave in so long and you kind of, it just kind of comes over you. It's like, oh, I remember our last moments together. And yeah, it was, I wasn't expecting to get a bit emotional over that. I was like, it's a cat. <laughs> But, like, they're part of the family, I guess. And then, so I was in my meditative state. You're such a dog person. I'm such a dog person. The way you were talking about this kitty cat that was in your life, you are such a dog person. Erica is disowning me now. They are family, through and through. Ride and die. Yes. Or die. Yes, our cat was was our family. (laughs) Um, So, I was in my meditative state and thinking about thinking about our old little kitty cat and um, imagining like petting her again. I was like, maybe that will help if I just imagine petting her. (laughs) And then I heard something. I heard a rustling in the bush. And I was like, oh my God. I opened my eyes and it was a bush day. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but cat reincarnation, maybe. Maybe, Yeah, that's true. Maybe it was her. It could have been her. It was slightly disappointing, but... It was kind of cool that uh, that for a second I was like, oh, my God, it worked. That Actually, that is crazy. Can we, like, hone in on that second? Were you excited or freaked? Freaked, I yeah. think. I was like, oh, no, I've taken this too far. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> but um, I think when I was thinking about it, so I went back into my meditative state because so I was like, okay, obviously it's not her. Um, I very, very randomly I was just imagining what I would ask her. Um, and I was like, I was thinking, hmm, do, is there, is there cat kibble on the other side? Do you want to tell me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't get an, didn't get an answer, but very randomly, I remembered the name I used to call her. Which was? 
the name I used to call her was, this is so weird. This is like, you know, like seven, eight, yeah, nine year little, old me. Little fish sticks. Little fish sticks. Used to call our cat Lucy, little eyelash girl. <laughs> Not what I expected, but cute. <laughs> Do cats have eyelashes? Yeah, so she, like, I think it was her eyebrows, actually, so really doesn't really make yeah. sense. Maybe I couldn't understand the difference <laughs> when I was that young. But she had, yeah, massive, like, eyebrow eyelashes, I guess. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember when we got our dog, she had pretty long eyelashes too, so then I just called, started calling our dog that. So maybe the cat is pissed off that I started calling our dog her nickname. You swapped the name over. Oh, my God. That's why... <laughs> I can, that's why I remembered that she wanted me. She wanted, she wanted you to, to know tell the origin. Me that. She wanted you to know, hey, that was me first. She was reminding me. That is actually nice that you had that memory. It was very, yeah, it was very random. I was like, why on earth have I remembered this? But I guess because I was thinking about her a lot, and I was there, like in the moment. But yeah, it was it was quite nice. I left feeling feeling very peaceful. So I recommend to anyone who has a pet buried in their backyard. I actually had a similar experience, and I didn't expect. To feel that way. I did mine last night, actually. Yes, tell me And it was a yours. full moon. I, I only realised today it was a full moon. But um, I did it at night and I went down to the lemon tree where we buried Louis. And I was very close to Louis. Like, when he died, I cried for, like, a week. And I had to sleep in my mum's bed. Huge do I love that little cat. And, yeah, I wasn't really expecting much. And I felt kind of goofy because I'm not a meditative person. Like, clearing my mind, I think, was the first step. And I couldn't do that. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to skip the meditation and just go straight to thinking about my memories with this cat. And I was really surprised at how, how like, emotional I got. And I actually, I really miss him. And I haven't thought about him like you. It's been a long time. I think it's been about 14 years. And I was really, really surprised at how much I felt. And it wasn't... I, okay, I'm going to say, did I feel the ghost of my cat? No. Do I feel like I talked to my cat? No. But I was just kind of there, and then I just found myself kind of being like, I miss you, and I really loved you, and I knew that, well, I, I don't believe that that message was getting through to him, but I think it was good for me. It was actually a really nice time to go, I have not actually sat and thought about this cat that I loved so dearly for years, and it was a really nice way to do that. Wow. I feel like we're reaching like this point where we're like, so maybe this just becomes about like thinking about the things in your life that have moved on and kind of the importance or the value of coming back to them and thinking about it. Well, I think for me, someone who doesn't believe in any kind of afterlife or ghosts or anything like that, I think that's a lot of what looking for ghosts and supernatural is. It's a desire to have something more. And I think we do this stuff for ourselves more than for reaching out to a deceased loved one. It's going, hey, I want to acknowledge how important this this thing is to me, this person was to me, and doing that. And it can be actually really calming, which was not what I expected. I was kind of going in with a goofy mindset thinking, oh, it's going to be silly. And I found myself actually really enjoying it. I know. Maybe these pet psychics are actually onto something. Meditation? Because I think, I don't know if they're the first <laughs> ones to get onto meditation. <laughs> Just denouncing an entire career path there. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I think we are obviously amateurs, but I'd be curious as to the pet psychics that get more than that. I like a solid answer. Mm. I'm curious about the pet psychics that say, no, I can actually get your cat to tell me where its favourite soft toy is or, you know, what its favourite type of food was. And it's interesting because if you ask your pet something like, 
do you like me? <laughs> Would you want an answer to that? Would you want them to tell you? I mean, if it was yes. <laughs> yeah. If it's no, don't say it. Lie. <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm pet psychic. Please lie to me. If, if you get back, my cat hates me. I don't want to hear that. No. That'll fuck me up. No, you'd have to give the cat away and be like, you deserve a better life. Uh, I know. No, that'd be devastating. I mean, that's, I, that's the thing. I think my biggest question about this is why do cat psychic, pet psychics differentiate themselves from human psychics? Why is there a difference? And I'm curious about you because I know you believe in ghosts, mm. but do you believe in cat ghosts? Hmm. Um, not really. But why? Like, if you believe in... But it doesn't necessarily... It doesn't mean I don't think they can't exist in the spirit realm. I just don't think that they have a strong enough energy to come into the living world to kind of make that crossover. Whereas I think with people and more sinister Harambe. things. <laughs> Harambe sinister, yeah, okay. I just don't think they can really make that connection. But I guess with pet psychics, if they can connect with a with it well it depends it's kind of a different thing I guess if there's a difference between getting haunted by your pet and a pet psychic reaching out to them on the other side that's yes I guess that's true so then Mm. is a psychic reaching out to a spirit yeah why would they not be able to do that for a cat well if they're crossing that that veil as it were well I guess I guess they can then. <laughs> oh, done. Okay. Oh, okay. Easy. <laughs> Converted. <laughs> wow, you used my own logic against me. <laughs> Reverse. <laughs> wow. But then if we come back to that psychic that can talk to blades of grass. Yeah, that one, that gives me major anxiety. Why? The idea of having blades of grass, having spirits or any... It very well could be. To be, I'll just it's describe probably more likely what the happened. two boys who are in, in the house as well. One of the um, noise, oh, I can't remember what they're called. The panels on the walls just, just. Oh wow! <gasps> two just fell off the wall. I didn't even know that's behind me. Fuck! I saw that second one fall. Yeah, two just fell off the wall. Okay, that look goosebumps. I don't have goosebumps. And you believe in this stuff. What does this mean? We I'm need to go to a... spooked. Uh, no, I'm not. But that's cool. I have another one falls off. Maybe it's Louie and Lucy. <gasps> it's our cat. That is classic fucking cat shenanigans, though. It would be sh- classic cat shenanigans. That's another thing. I think if, if poltergeist activity could all be explained away by ghost cats, because that's exactly the kind of shit a cat would do. Knock stuff over, trip people up, you know... Bang on the shower door. That's so true. That is I think we're onto do. something there. Poltergeist are just cat ghosts. Yeah. Vengeful, spiteful. <laughs> I do love cats. Yeah, because with poltergeists, stuff goes missing. Cats would just... Drink. Cats do. They steal shit. Yes. Wow. Okay, so... <laughs> You're just like, why aren't you a cat person? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is why. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was... so. My problem with the idea of blades of grass being involved in the spirit realm whatsoever is because if the spirit realm is made up of even let's just let's just go humans, just humans are in the spirit realm. 
Think about the amount of people who have lived since the beginning of existence to now and who have died. I don't know the maths. It's got to be millions and millions, right? It would be billions. Probably sure. billions. Trillions. Tr- that's, where are they fitting? What comes after that? Zillions? Where are, they, where are they fitting? It's too crowded. How do you know? I know. It's, where are they? Are they around us in this room? How many ghosts are in this room? If, they, if we have to fit every single person who's died, I can't. That's too much. That's too much. Then if you add the cats and the dogs and the flies and the bugs and the whatever... Oh, some of those can fly, I guess. That's okay. (laughs) But then if you start to add, like, every blade of grass that has ever died, I think that my brain actually short circuits when I try to think of that much stuff fitting into any space. Well, let's go bigger than that. Uh, No thanks. I'm going to give you a full existential crisis (sighs) because it's on the same lines of that. (sighs) If the universe is expanding, Mm -mm. what's on the outside Oh, no, 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 no. There we go. No, 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 no. (laughs) We're talking about talking to dead cats. We are not talking about universe. That's going to be on another episode. No, I can't. I can't. People try to tell me this. I have fucking physicists and smart people sit down and try to explain to me how the earth can be infinitely expanding but Mm -hmm. does have an end and I can't do it and I refuse to. No, no. So blades of grass, I refuse to believe. No, 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 no. no. They're out. Cats, if, if human ghosts exist, I think why not cats? That's very true. I think, well, I think for me it's a, str- it's a stretch because a lot of it's based on energy, I think. But it, I do think that they would exist in the spirit realm because anything that's lived would be in the spirit realm. I know that you're like, oh, but what about the trees? What happens to the trees? What about, what about the microbes in the ground? No, no, stop. No, no, stop. Stop, 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 stop. If it's energy, look, if it's energy, I get that. Like a cat dies, it's got energy left. The energy can go into something else. That's like reincarnation. So things aren't filling up. Things are just moving forward with us. And that way we don't have an overpopulated ghost realm. I can deal with that. I can't deal with, no. No. It's just something you can't fathom i can't fathom my brain won't do it it won't it's like when you you know when you look at it like an optical illusion like escher stairs and you're like i know the stairs keep going up but mm. i can't look at that yeah or like a magic eye and you're like i can't see the rocket ship it's exactly the same thing that's a lot of what believing in the supernatural is about it's like you can't truly understand it out <laughs> nope episode one eric is like i'm out done <laughs> done end of podcast <laughs> Okay, okay, let's, I feel like we've got a little bit sidetracked by my intense fear of, like, the concept of eternity. So, what is your verdict on cat ghosts? Yeah, you know. I think, I don't think cat ghosts are real, but I think that you probably could connect with pets on the other side. So, there's a difference between ghosts and connecting to the other side? Yeah. I think so. I think some things can cross over and some can't. So the things that can't cross over are just stuck or they just don't have that kind of next step? This is where my fears come in, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, re- that really freaks me out when fair. stuff is stuck. Like you hear of those ghosts that have, like, it scares me so much, where it's like those ghosts that, you know, died in 1915 or something. And they're still here. And they're still here. I'm like, are they just going to be, who's going to help them? But I mean, Maybe we should help them. <gasps> yeah, Maybe we should do that. Yeah, let's let's give up our day jobs and go be like ghost whisperers. Help ghosts move on. 
I wish we could do that. Because, because you know, houses have been haunted. Isn't that what all these cat psychics are doing, in theory? Are they help? They're helping the cats move on. The pets. Well, I don't, I don't know if they're because I don't think. <laughs> depends how many stories there have been of people who are saying they're being haunted and by they their cat. Email us back so we can't tell. I know. How are we supposed to know? How are we supposed to figure it out? <laughs> We just need to fork out a lot of money. Fork out a fuckload of money. God, so, they were expensive. Now if you get haunted by your cat, though, you'll know who to turn to. That's true. That's true. They might go, you're that, that annoying girl from the email. No thanks. And I'm stuck. <laughs> like I said, though, I live with two alive cats, maybe one dead one. I couldn't tell. I don't even know what's the alive and what's the dead one. They're always banging on the windows at night, you know, <laughs> scooting the little paws under the doors, trying to chip you up. The classic cat shenanigans. That is cat shenanigans. I think. I yeah. I don't think. I don't think cat ghosts are real. But. Okay. But I think there are ways to connect, to the other side where your where your kitty is, or maybe it's just, <laughs> pets just kind of nothing happens with them, which is very sad. That's fucking brutal. That is brutal. We just. But I can't. Like this... I don't believe in an afterlife. But I like to think if there was one, I could bring my little kitty cat with me. Absolutely. And I think I, I think to kind of discount all the work that pet psychics do would be silly. I don't know about the blades of grass thing. No, but... and I'm not convinced. I'm not, sorry, not convinced that guy got in contact with Harambe. <laughs> I just don't believe it. I think Harambe's got better things to do than complain about the memes he's in. <laughs> I'm sorry. Poor Harambe. Poor Harambe. That's okay. So then, Erica, what's your verdict? On whether cats can be ghosts? Yeah. No. Hard pass. I feel like I'm going to have the same answer for a lot of these because mm. I don't believe in ghosts. I wish... I, okay, I'll say this. No, cats can't be ghosts because I don't believe in ghosts. But if there are ghosts, I don't see why cats would be excluded and other animals would be excluded from that. So then I guess the next thing is... What's your verdict on pet psychics? On pet psychics. Uh, I mean, look, I think if it's... My experience, I kind of went into this going, oh, it's a bit of a scam, it's a bit of a sham. I don't think that, you know, pay, paying these people a lot of money to tell you stuff is, is necessarily a good thing. That being said, having done the little meditation, I can see how people would get closure from that and that could actually be a really calming kind of way to, to grieve or remember something that or someone that you loved a lot. I think I got a little bit out of it, shockingly. Yes. So I think, bottom line, we could not be pet psychics. Oh, for sure. No, no, no. No, we don't have the gift. I do not have the gift of the gab. <laughs> the gift of the, of the gab with cats, the gift of the cat gab. Yeah, don't but, have it. But is it a nice way to kind of remember and look back fondly on, on this, you know, member of your family? Yeah, I think for Absolutely. sure. Do you need to pay someone for that? it depends what you want to find exactly it depends on you and look if we had a lot of money we would have paid a pet psychic for sure just to answer some questions so but if you are a pet psychic out there don't take our our aggression about the emails as sort of unwillingness to talk to us if you are a pet psychic out there will you please return my emails please return our emails we're just curious we just want to know you know we just want to know Come on, shoot us an email. We can give you something. 
Please reach out. Please reach out. If you, if you or any of your loved ones know a pet psychic or have used a pet psychic or have had a cat or pet spiritual experience, we'll be into that too. Please tell us. Please tell us. So there you have it. There you have it. This has been the Hoke Poke Pod. I'm Fish Sticks. And I'm Erica. We'll see you next time.